Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is one of those amazing one-on-one deep dive interviews that I get to do with people that I call friends. And this friend right here was just arrested today. He is the pastor of a mega church in Tampa, Florida, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. His church is called The River at Tampa Bay Church. Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office received an anonymous tip, yeah, anonymous from my butt, that the pastor had planned to hold Sunday services in violation of county orders, asking residents to stay home and limit gatherings to slow the coronavirus. Well, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown had uh, had a little different mindset. He has some very interesting takes on this current coronavirus crisis. He travels the globe literally meeting in uh, hundreds of countries all around the world, and he's done this for decades. He's a true champion for the president, believes in what this president is doing, and he has some his own thoughts about this coronavirus. Now, I'll share with you that I personally first met Rodney Howard Brown about 20 years ago, 16 to 20 years ago. He came to my church in Redding, California. The movement that, uh, that he was a part of that had kind of started from him was a movement of laughter where God's presence would fall on people and literally they would begin laughing even uncontrollably. I have to share that that did happen to me. I 100% believe in that. Uh, There's a lot of stuff you may see and hear about from other pastors, but let me first tell you the, the movement and the message and what I felt of God's presence from Rodney Howard Brown's ministry, the anointing on his ministry and on his life, I believe it is real. And again, I felt it myself uh, a long, long time ago. And just a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. And we talked about a lot of things, including the coronavirus. Um, so the the word, the news that he had gotten arrested today, and he, he checked himself in, the arrest warrant was issued. He went and he turned himself in. He posted bail and was released this morning. Um, but I believe the interview that I got to do with him just about two and a half weeks ago will speak volumes as to what he really believes is taking place in our country. It may be contrary to some of what you have already thought. Uh, I think for a lot of Americans, a lot of individuals, you're going to say, man, he hit the nail right on the head. And at the very end of this, he had a, a blessing of an offer. He had an offer for me and my listeners that if you're interested, you can take advantage of that. But uh, I wanted to bring you this um, interview. I just got this from from his team that put this together for us. But uh, it was a beautiful interview. It's This is a man that loves God, that loves America, that's written several books on what he believes is taking place in our country right now and in the world, trying to expose the global cabal that he believes, that QAnon believes, that Q believes, is trying to take down our country uh, this was an amazing opportunity to have an in-depth one-on-one interview with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Hello, everyone. David J. Harris Jr. here, and thank you so much again for spending a little bit of your day with me. I have the privilege and the honor to be able to interview one of my heroes, especially in the faith, one of my heroes from what this man has done, from what I've seen him do. I've been watching and following him for over 20 years. He's been an absolute blessing for my life spiritually, uh, emotionally, and just as a, as a true man that just doesn't take crap from anybody and speaks the truth. I mean, if there is a modern day 
uh, John the Baptist that's eaten locusts and wild honey and doesn't give a crap what anybody says and is going to say the truth. Uh, and, and with signs and wonders following, it is Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Such a pleasure to have Bless you with you. me today. We love you. It's an honor to be here with you. And I'm not happy about the John the Baptist title because <laughs> he had his head chopped off. So, That's Old like, Testament. That's Old yeah, Testament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll... Uh, I'll well, take the Paul, escape over the wall in yes, a basket. Yeah. yeah, we'll do Paul. I like yeah. Paul, too. Paul is... Yeah, he was a wrecking ball. That's more. That's more. Sure. Uh, that's more apt for sure. He was a wrecking ball to the religious system of the day, sure. and uh, and paved the way. I mean, wrote nineteen books in the New Testament, and you like to write books, and you write some amazing books. So I'm so honored to have you on with me today. Um, share with us just your heart right now. For I'm going to jump right in because there's so much I want to cover with you. Um, share with me your heart right now for what's at stake for our country with this upcoming election? I believe that this is the most crucial election, more than even 2016. Because right now, the plan, obviously back then, was for the destruction of America. You know, what the previous administration had done was to set way for the next uh, eight years, which would have totally done away. The the light of liberty, the the flame was flickering, and it was going to be blown out. So when uh, Trump came in, it is a wrecking ball to the system. And so they want to stop him at every cost. That's the whole plan. So you can see that even when you look at the lineup of the Democrats coming in, it's like I jokingly say, if they lean any further left, they'll all fall on top of each other. (laughs) And it's just the most bizarre thing I think I've ever seen in my life. I think I know you probably, from all your observation, probably said, I've never seen anything like this. Well, I I haven't. It's totally bizarre to me how far the left continues to go and tries to outdo themselves on on, on these far left progressive issues. But you know what? You just said something to me that that I hadn't thought of before. You know, I've often I say to my viewers, anytime you're having a bad day, all you have to do is just remember, thank God Hillary Clinton is not my president. (laughs) Right. But... You said they had it all teed up so that Hillary would have been in for eight years. None of the corruption would have been exposed. Hillary would have been in for eight years, and during that eight-year period of time, America probably would have been demolished. Well, first of all, what she would have done was issue a no-fly zone over Syria, would have shot down a Russian MiG, would have gone to war with Russia, because the... The industrial military complex wants war. That's why they're upset with the president. They want war with Syria. They want war with Iran. They want war with uh, North Korea. They want war with China. They want war with Russia. They don't care. They just want war. The dogs want war. And so here we have a president who said, I don't want any of that stuff. I want to bring the troops home. That's why they're freaking out. Yeah. You see, which you can see that the perpetrators of that were people like John McCain. Of course, he's not around. But that whole neo uh, conservative, never Trump movement from Mittens, Romney, and all of those people. This, this is part of the cabal that cares nothing for America. Right. Uh, so, you know. And you're well traveled. I mean, for those of you that don't know who Dr. Rodney Howard Brown is, you travel. How many countries do you travel? I've been in 85 countries now. And the thing and that. And you've been doing that for decades. 40 years, yeah. For, 40. 40 years. Yeah. 40 years. So, 85 countries. And the thing is, it's the same scenarios everywhere. Yeah. It's just the names are different, the parties are different, mm. because it's a, it's a global structure yeah. that's in place. 
And so America is the lost stand for freedom. That's why they wanted it out. That's why right. the seeds that were being sown was to stir up racial tension and problems right. to get us to fight one another. Because if we fight one another, then we, we don't see the people behind the curtain, the puppet masters exactly. pulling the strings. Yeah. So they wanted whites and blacks fighting and Hispanics fighting, and they wanted all of this stuff. So uh, you could see that all being stirred up. Uh, you know, oh, Racial tension being put into place. Yeah, and which really started to agitate, and I think, I believe that it got worse under Obama. Well, there's no during, question. During, during Obama's presidency, yeah. he did things, I believe, intentionally to try to create more strife between the black and white community. Yeah, there's no question. You know, with the, with the Trayvon Martin, Martin shooting, yep. they said, well, that was, he was the son I didn't have, and all this kind of yeah, nonsense. Honoring stuff. Black Lives Matter, inviting him to the White House. Totally. And then not... When, when, when even today you ask yourself, why is Antifa not really? Antifa comes out of Germany. Antifa yeah. comes from 1925. They had right. Antifa, you know. Yeah, they did. So it's basically it's an anarchist group yeah. that are there for no other reason than to stir up anarchy. And uh, to get, if they, if they can have a civil war in our country, they'd be so happy. Because then it can set the agenda back. Yeah. But we pray, we believe... God put our president in office. He plays whack-a-mole every day. <laughs> whack-a-mole, yes. With the, with, the me, with the media. Yes, he does. And with the deep state. And so, and, and like a voice like yours is so, uh, and I can't imagine the flack that you take from standing up publicly and speaking along these lines because they think, well, what, why are you? Why are you talking along these lines? But you seem behind, you seem behind the curtain. Right. You know, so... Uh, I want to commend you and say thank you for the job that you're doing. Well, thank you, but I, I don't think it comes close to the job that you're doing. I, I'm so honored that you as a pastor, as a minister, are bold in declaring not only your support for this president, but also exposing what's going on behind the scenes. Like you, you just said a second ago, as far as it's not new what's t trying to take place in our country. No. It's, happening, it's happened in countries all over the world. You've seen it. And but now it's taking place in our country and so many pastors are either on the wrong side. They either will willfully know exactly what's going on. But because of the paycheck, because of the almighty dollar, they're not willing to share and speak the truth because they don't want to lose membership base or the connections behind the scenes that actually put them there. Sure. And they're always trying to be politically correct. So, you know, they always trying to tell me, well, Rodney, calm down. I said, look, I'm actually calm. Yeah. Because I speak boldly doesn't mean to say I'm not calm. I'm, right. at, I'm at peace. I'm yeah. calm. Yeah. But a watchman has to stand on the wall and say, look, there's assault coming. Yes. And so if you don't get up and speak, all that has to happen for evil to prevail is for good, good people, people to do absolutely do nothing. nothing. Yeah. Now, I come from South Africa. Yeah. So I could show you how they stole the diamonds, how they stole the gold and then get white and black to fight each other. And if they can get you to fight one another, they steal everything you have. Wow. So there's nothing new. And it's the same, North and South Korea, China and Japan, on the borders of China with India, on the borders with India with Pakistan. I mean, I can show you around the world, wow. in Israel, the Palestinians. It's, it's the same narrative all over the globe. Yeah. It's not just one thing, well, a white and black thing. It's not just that. Racism is globally. Yes. It's a global thing. Yeah. We were just in Australia a week ago and across um, Asia, 
And in Australia right now, there's major racial stuff being stirred up because of the Chinese, because of the coronavirus. So you've got kids that are uh, beating up other kids because they're oriental, saying, you're killing us. So it's a problem wherever people are. That's why we have to preach the gospel and we have to tell people about Jesus because unless people's hearts are changed, they're going to hate people. Right. So the moment that there's no place to serve God and you hate your brother. No. It's impossible. No, it's impossible. Yeah. So God's no respect to persons. And right. one thing I've seen in 85 countries, in every nation, he loves the people. Yes. So the biggest thing for me is I go to a foreign country, I stand there, I actually weep over the people. I feel like I go to Japan, I feel like I'm Japanese. I told my wife. I feel like I go to Korea, I'm Korean. I go to Nigeria, I'm Nigerian. All things like, to all people. Yeah, you feel, you can yeah. feel that. And you feel, feel the love of God for those people. Yeah. So wow. like even in America for me, like when I give an altar call and we minister in the inner cities of America, so I have buses that run the inner cities that bring the, the people. And I tell people this every altar call, I say, I'm here because of you. Wow. I heard your cry. Mm. I heard the cry of the inner cities of America calling out to help me, help me. And so <laughs> for me, it's like, I don't have to get on a plane and take a passport and fly to a foreign country. I'm here, this is my mission field. Yes. God sent me from Africa to America as a missionary. Wow, I so, know our missionaries are constantly going other places and there's so many that need the touch of the Father here in our country. Sure, and here's the thing, I really believe God is working in America. I don't, I don't buy any of the narrative that you see. I mean, even, uh, obviously they're enclaves and there's certain places that Everywhere I go, I see people that, like you and, and many others, even the Hispanic community and whatever, th th this is a beautiful country. It's not gone yet. And yes. that's, that's what I think they've overplayed their hand. Mm -hmm. They thought that they could sell us a bill of goods and we would just fold. Right. They're probably about, they were 20 years too soon. If they'd have waited for the generation of this generation, yeah. it would have bought. It well, bought. looking at, the youth today and how many of them are supporting a very openly communist Bernie Sanders. He says, I'm socialist, but we know that's, you know, just a, a catchphrase for communism. It's its older brother, whatever you want to call it. But so much of the youth is they're brainwashed from the public school systems, the government controlled educational system from, you know, 12th grade, uh, you know, kindergarten up through, through uh, 12th grade and then on into college that if they had waited, well, that's, that's the other reason why I believe Donald Trump was appointed by God to actually win when he did, because he disrupted it. And then, of course, with the, with the conservative judges being placed into place, which has set, set them back 40 years, that's why they are frantic right now, because they're going, if he gets another four years, we're done. Yeah. We, we're done. But yes. I believe that God has done this. And more people are being stirred up by the Spirit of God and people say to me, yeah, but there's so many things wrong. What can we do? We overpowered, we overwhelmed. Yeah. I say, listen, if everybody does one thing, yes. every person that's watching today, if you say, "What God, give me one thing that yes. I can do to make a difference, mm. whether whatever sphere yes. of influence that is, doctors and lawyers and professors and people in education and agriculture and whatever sphere they find themselves to, to do what's right and don't sell out for, for the dollar. Don't right. sell out for pennies on the dollar because right. people, they just capitulate. They throw in the towel. Yeah. Oh, well, this is a great deal. I'm going to make a hundred million. Yeah, but you cannot kill how many people over right. it. It's like they don't care. Yeah. So the love of money is the root of all evil. Yes, you know? so, the love of money is. 
So you've written some amazing books, The Killing of Uncle Sam. I can't wait to dive into that. I've, I've heard and listened to some of it. I got the audio book before. Tell us, why did you write this book? What are okay. you exposing in there? So what happened, coming from South Africa, yeah. I could never understand. Why are we the most beautiful country? Have you ever been to South Africa? I have not, no. My brother, when you go, you, your jaw drop open. It's a world in one country. Really? The people are the most amazing. Wow. There's 11 official languages, the different tribes. I have to go with you sometime. You have to. It, yeah. it's, it's a, it really is stunning. And mm. I couldn't understand how is it possible that we have one of the great countries. We have all the diamonds. We have all the gold. And we, we are in this position that we're in. Right. So when I begin to look behind the scenes and I begin to study it, I thought, okay, well, we just have far gone. When God called me to America, when I landed here and I became American citizen, so I had to study the Constitution. I had to raise my hand to please defend the Constitution against enemies, foreign or domestic, yes. to help me God, which yeah. most Americans pledge to defend uh, uh, allegiance to the flag. Right. But they never pledge to defend the Constitution. That's the right. difference between myself and a naturally born American. True. I really take it seriously. Yeah. Because if I don't defend the Constitution, I have to hand in my citizenship and I have to leave. Wow. I do not have a right to stay on these shores. In the light of the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, I have no right to be here. And all the price that's been paid that we could even sit here today and still talk freely in yes. the year 2020. Yeah. So when I begin to look at it, I begin to see the same telltale signs of everything that I saw back in Southern Africa happening. I went, no. I said to my wife, it's starting to happen here. Wow. So I can still remember being on a major television radio station in KTLA in Los Angeles, 1988, interviewed by a minister who today would not even want to be seen with me. He didn't know me at the time. Wow. I was young, you know, 26 years old. And so I'm, I'm sitting there with him on the show and he said, hey, tell me what's the, gonna be the biggest problem with America in the future. And what? I said, communism. He started laughing at me. You said communism? I said communism. And this was what year? 88. Wow. 1980, I said communism. He said, no. Wow. He said, that's all finished and done. I said, no, sir. The Communist Manifesto says we will lull the West to sleep with overtures of peace and we'll crush them with a clenched fist. But what he didn't understand, that the universities were taken over over yeah. 100 years ago. Oh, yeah. All the school system was taken over, right. the professors and everything. Right. So they, they came in, they rewrote history. They started rewriting history. Yeah, they started to, to change everything. How did, how did the Democratic Party become the party of freedom when really it was a party of the Ku Klux Klan? Absolutely. It was the party of slavery. Yep. It was the party that was the one that was causing all of Jim the Jim Crow, absolutely, so, all of it. So what I'm trying to say is, but people bought into that line. They did. They bought into the whole thing. So It's been called the big switch. Yeah. That apparently, all, over, all of the sudden, overnight, the party that fought for freedom, the party that fought for civil rights, the party that fought for black Americans all of a sudden became the racist party. At the same time, the party that fought for segregation, fought for Jim Crow, was the party of the KKK, all of a sudden became the champions of civil rights. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous yeah. to and even then, consider and, and if that you, would happen. And if you deal with any of this, then they call you a racist. Oh yeah. So that's the easiest the thing. You just, you know, you can't deal with any, you're anti-Semitic, you're a racist, da 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 da. Yeah. So, and with a lot of the people on the left, you can't even have a discussion. That's just like a healthy discussion. Right. It's just they scream at you. They, yeah. they, they can't even, their brain can't even think to come up with an intelligent argument. So I felt that I had to put all of this stuff down. And basically, there's a thousand footnotes in the book. 
Wow. So everything's documented. The bibliography we use is 15 pages long, listing all the books that Goodness. we use in research. Th this book follows the money trail of the private central banks that basically run the planet. So from the Federal Reserve to the Bank of England to the International Bank of Settlements out of Basel, Switzerland, which we show why. Which is what we call the cabal. Correct. Why so you want, you want evidence, information, and how to research. You've heard about the cabal. You want to know if it's real. This is what it's Correct. going to do. This, and, this teaches you to follow the money. And Kevin Shipp, former CIA officer, anti-terrorism expert, said this book is without question the most accurate description of the deep state shadow government I've ever read. Wow. So this book actually came out before President Trump was even going to the office. The, the book was laid out. Yeah. Obviously, we printed it off. It was in office. But it's not really a Trump book. It's not a Republican Goodness. book. It exposes the system yeah. that runs. Which is both parties. Two it's been heads, both parties. Two heads of the same state. Of the same coin. That's why you have even the Republicans. You watch the media. Well, the Republican Party, they don't like Trump. They never did like Trump. No, they didn't. So what's new? Nothing's yeah. changed. But the support for president is greater now than ever yeah, before. Absolutely. There's more African-American supporters yes, through the there roof. Is. Yes, there is. I believe it's close to 40%. Yes, 42, and, I believe, the last I heard. Hispanic yeah. pop, uh, support is through the roof. Yes, it is. So this thing is turning around. That's why they're frantic right now yeah. to try to stop everything. But it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be able to stop what's going to happen here in November. Let me ask you this. Because there is such a massive momentum for this president, and we've got, you know, till November, we've got eight, eight, eight months for the election, roughly. Let's, ta let's talk about this. We'll touch it briefly because uh, I really don't want anybody to have fear out there about this whole coronavirus. But what are your feelings or thoughts behind the timing of its release when there were protesters in Hong Kong that were waving American flags, that were honoring the United States? So there's all this eruption that's taking place in Hong Kong, not wanting to be consumed by China, not wanting to have communist China take, take them over and control them. That's wiped out. That's not happening anymore. Now people are being, you know, they're being barricaded. I've seen doors being welded shut in China. And it's just, it's chaos over there. And now it's leaking to other countries. You know, our own CDC recently just said that it's not a matter of if it'll come to America, but when. Tell us your thoughts on this. Coronavirus has been around for years. Okay. Right. There's a patent on it. Yeah. Which for people that don't understand and that have been living someplace where you don't even think this is conceivable, do your research. There's a patent on the coronavirus. And it's, it's, a bio, it's actually a bioweapon. It was yeah. released as a weapon at the time of the Chinese New Year, yeah. hoping to spread it globally. Now, apparently what I heard, that it would have been further, but something went wrong hmm. in the release of the virus. That's what I heard. Hmm. So, uh, but let me just say this. So I watched the fear factor, even when we were across Indonesia and across uh, uh, Philippines. I mean, if you walked in and out of a hotel five times, they kept measuring your temperature. Wow. And everybody was given little packages with gas, with a, not a gas, but a mask right. that you should wear. And, uh, but if they found your temperature was high, you would be taken aside for two days till they determined what virus it was. Wow. If it wasn't the coronavirus, you would let go, whatever. Yeah. So the problem that you're dealing with, I know what the globalists, the cabal want to do. They want to shut down all public gatherings in America by the summer. Wow. So obviously, if they can bring this thing to America, 
which, if you remember, the State Department allowed those people coming off the cruise line yep. to fly on United yep. Air. He sure did. Honolulu I published an article week. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in refusing to listen to the president. Totally. Yeah. Which these are holdovers from previous administrators yep. that are undermining everything because they want there to be a crisis. But I mean, imagine they want to lock off a whole area of America. So I don't, my whole thing is I don't trust deep state. No. At all. We shouldn't. They are so f- afraid of the president right now because he's killing it. I mean, you saw in India. Yeah. Oh, my bit. goodness. A hundred thousand? Yeah. But yeah. besides that, the people, are, they love him. They love him. Yeah. Trump And guess what? Everywhere I went across Australasia, yeah. I would on purpose say it. I said, you know, God, because the Lord's given Australia a godly prime minister. Yes. Okay. And I said, look what the God's doing here. Look what's happened with Brexit. And I said, you know what happened in America? A trumpet blew. The whole place cheered. Wow. Every place. All yes, across Australia. a trumpet blew. Yeah. And America. even when I arrived in Indonesia, they were saying that God is using Trump as a trumpet of God. Yes. In the Indonesians were wow. saying that. So it's not what mainstream media say. No. They, they, the reason they like the president because he's a man that stands up. Which you see in India, they were playing Macho Man. As right? He yeah, Macho, position. Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. So, he look, is the man. He's a wrecking ball. He's a wrecking system. ball. Yeah. So, my whole thing is this: I tell everybody, we got to pray. Number one, yes. that this virus is shut down. We got to pray at a very certain level that the yes. Lord does it. Yes. And I'll just I use one example back. Remember when the Zika virus was going crazy? Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Hillsborough County in Tampa, Florida, was actually declared a Zika virus emergency, uh, the, 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 the county, okay, mm. at that time. And I have a church right there in the middle of that. Wow. Then I saw they ordered 250,000 hazmat suits for Dallas-Fort Worth. Did you know that? No. Yes, at the time. And I thought, I said, all right, they're going to try to get this thing to go airborne. They're trying to, they, you know, because it was developed in the labs of East, of East Africa. And wow. that was what well, they were trying to combine it with the, with the, like an Avon flu, like a, like one that would be able to be spread. And so we stood, I broke it. I cursed it in Jesus name. I'm bound to sin, And yes. the Zika virus disappeared. So we've been doing the same with the coronavirus. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, I'm not saying that we don't have to be careful about it, but I am saying we have to be careful that they're not going to allow fear to come in because that's how they control people. So yeah. suddenly Hong Kong, there's nobody on the streets. No. And the Nobody's dissidents the in China against the Communist Party, they're all quiet. It's gone. Yeah. So I was watching the riots uh, with the Yellow Jackets in Paris. I thought, well, that'll probably be the next place they suddenly, you know, because yeah. that's the way this thing is happening. I mean, how do you get an area of, of Italy now, a Lombard, right. Lombardy area that's on lockdown and yeah. places in Iran and, and, and then the list starts going. Now, you had started to say that this is why the president needs to be careful. Because of those in the deep state. I'm concerned that, that they are, feed him misinformation. Right. Are you with me? Yeah. Which I know you can talk to the president about it. Just this is a, I'm going to see him tomorrow. This is a very important thing. Yeah. We, if he has to get on the front end of this thing. And the problem is, okay, so here's the scenarios too. So in China now, suddenly all these factories can't produce. Right. Well, that's where they took all our companies. That's right. what's in the book here. Yeah. So they took all the companies offshore. So suddenly Adidas... You know, the, the fitness gear. Adidas, yeah. I, I, I'm from South Africa. Yeah. We call it Adidas. Adidas, we say it here. Adidas, okay. Adidas, yeah. But they they down 70%. Yeah. 
and wow. all of the other production companies are down. So this is an opportunity for American manufacturing to step in now to start replacing what whatever was coming out yes, of China. Absolutely. And that we can't have all of our goods because what's going to happen here when you can't produce in your factories, you can't load the containers, they can't come to America. Oh, yeah. Walmart... Their stores oh, are going to yeah. start emptying. Yeah. Are you with me? Oh, the stock market is going to have issues. But then again, too, the stock market is very because it's because they're betting. It's really a gambling system right. on futures of oil and beef and stuff like that. Right. So pay attention, friends, to exactly what's what's really going on. Understand that there's a lot more at work behind the scenes. Sure. But let me paint a scenario. For yeah, you. please okay. do. So you're driving on the highway. You've got your wife and your kids with you. And then suddenly there's a roadblock. Now suddenly they start measuring people's temperature. You've got a kid that has a temperature. Now what's going to happen? Well, we need to take a child into, into whatever. <laughs> I mean... I don't know how well this is going to work in America. It no. might work well in Asia, but I don't know. Where I come from no. in Florida. Especially in Texas Bro. or open carry states. I'm telling you right now. People aren't just going to be taking people's kids. There's going to be a showdown at the OK Cabal. <laughs> yeah, there will be. So that's the problem. And I, I'm not a fear monger. I'm just, I look at scenarios. And when, when, you, when I was in Singapore, Jakarta, Bali, General Santos in the Philippines and Manila. And I watched it and I said to my wife, this is not a good scenario. No. So when the CDC says it's not a matter of if, but when. Yeah. So then what are they planning here at the deep state level to bring this in to the nation to lock us down, to shut down all public meetings? We, right. Our meeting in Singapore was the only public meeting in the nation that Sunday. Wow. And then we had, we had thousands of people lining up, but, they, but when they started measuring people's temperature, people went home. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, no, so yeah. So that's how you could break all the Trump rallies, you could break all of the, anybody gathering together. Gracious. Because you, you don't want to be exposed to whatever. So what's the end, let, let's, let's end on that. Good positive note for this virus. What do you see, what do you think is going to happen? A positive note for the virus. We make it, right? <laughs> no. In the end, we win, we make it, we survive. Yeah. But, but honestly, it could get bad. If they have... I, I don't want to sugarcoat no. a, a turd. If, they if it's have, a turd yeah. and we need to prepare for a turd, then we need to understand that that's what's coming. If they have their way, they want it bad. If See, they, they have their way... Yeah. If they can't have they race rides, if they can't have race rides, then they want something else. They yeah. want something else that can stop the Trump economy, and the flow of what the president's doing and to detract everything away and swing it all towards the left. Well, if they can, if they can create confusion and give people a reason to doubt supporting the president this coming election, then they win, which is why we need to be more resolved than ever yeah. to understand what's at stake and what could be pushing this entire narrative and this viral virus and everything else that's happening is to try to give us a reason to doubt the president or anything or stay home or, or whatever. But it's, we need to push all the more. And I just, I'm so thankful that it seems like every single time the enemy, somebody, the deep state, the left, whatever, even mainstream media, every single time it seems like they've got a trap set for this president. It seems to always. He comes through the other side. Yeah, it flips on its head. Correct. Yeah, Heyman's gallows. I, I believe that's what will happen with this. Absolutely. But, but I Absolutely. Just, I only reason I spoke up about make people aware. 
Right. That this is not some little lightweight thing. Right. That they, even if the virus is not like the bubonic plague. Right. Yeah, yeah. They like still that. use the fear factor. Right. Be smart. Wash yeah. your hands. You know, be healthy. Be hydrated. Sure. You know, take your supplements. Uh, you know, we have amazing supplements at uncorkliving.com. I, I take them every single day to make sure, especially when I'm traveling, to make sure that my body has got the most antioxidant fighting and anti-inflammatory fighting properties in my body every day. And take stuff to strengthen the immune system. Exactly. Because yeah. the people that are being affected are the ones that have a weak immune system. Weak immune system, yeah. That's what ours do as well. I need to give you some. I need to send I'd you some. I'd love some. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I will. So, uh, and then one more book. You've got this book, Socialism Under the Microscope. Give us the bird's eye view of what this is exposing. Okay. I'm so, going to read this on the plane probably right, tonight so as I go book, to D.C. This book does not deal with the current players. Okay. And the reason why if we wrote it, then they say, oh, yeah, well, you just anti-Bernie Comey were here with the balloon Sanders. Right. But the system was here long before Bernie Sanders because you can see Buddy Geek says that Bernie was his inspiration. Yes. Buttigieg, so, Buttigieg did say that. Yeah, Bernie yeah. was his inspiration when he was in high school or college. So, I mean, look at it. You see... That Buddha, whatever. Yeah. He is the offspring. Booted Edge, the one guy yeah. that announced him, said, Booted Edge. But he's, he's <laughs> the offspring of Bernie Sanders. Right. He's Bernie Sanders' fruit. Yes, he okay. is. So what we did was we put in here, we started with Hegel, and then we went to Karl Marx, and then we went right through Marx's disciples, the Frankfurt School, mm. you know, and the how... Even the whole Russian Revolution was actually funded out of America. It was all about oil. If you yeah. read the first two books, you see it was all about oil. All right. So they had to unseat the Tsar because they wanted the oil of Russia. You know, I mean, this is the whole thing. The whole thing in the Middle East, Syria is about oil. Iraq is about oil. It's about pipelines. All about the resources, the base of the Caspian Sea. And then we talk about the Frankfurt School, mm. and then talk about how they, through theology, through preachers actually preached a social gospel. And if you, if you look it's at it... It's happening now. Correct. So, so you, they, they, they preach what they call liberation theology, which mm. is a picture of Jesus with AK-47 in one hand and a Bible in the other. And that's what they did. They used that across Southern Africa. They used that in different places. So what we then also begin to do, because if we actually wrote what we should write, it'll be a thick book like this. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wanted it paperback, and you can put it in the pocket. And we'll Looks say, like an easy read. But- correct. Read it thoroughly. And so then we, we started doing, we called it the, uh, the, the different, the Frankfurt School, which we talk about, and then Saul Alinsky, the whole plans, you know, of, of what they do. Which was the mentor. For Hillary Clinton yeah. and Barack Obama. And Barack Obama. Okay, which Hillary said that, that she, you know, Saul Alinsky was like a hero to yeah. her. So then we, we go through that. But we, again, we, we don't talk about those people because otherwise people just think we... Whatever, but the Chinese experiment. We go through China. We we talk about um, after China. We spend probably too much time on China, but then we go on to all the socialist countries. This gives a history as far as for people that have a belief system that actually think socialism is in any way okay, or that democratic socialism is somehow different than socialism. No. This right here, I challenge anybody out there that believes that Bernie Sanders that Elizabeth Warren, that the Green New Deal, anybody pushing all that crap, I challenge anybody to read this book with an open mind or with the decision, with the, with the attitude that, hey, I'm going to disprove it or I'm going to try to show how this is actually not like what they're preaching. 
And I, I believe it'll wake them up. Totally. So I say socialism is the starter to the meal before the main course of communism takes perfect. full control. That's perfect. So, okay, so you've got Vietnam under the microscope. Yeah. Then we've got Moldova under the microscope. We've got North Korea under the microscope. We just showed the different system. Zimbabwe under the microscope. South Africa under the microscope. Venezuela under the microscope. Sweden under the microscope. We, we just start listing, and we could have listed a few more. But you had to stop somewhere, otherwise yeah. the book would be too big. So it's just basically to wake people up, put it on the microscope to see what is actually taking place in America. How is it possible yeah. that when you look at the democratic debate, you look at it and go, how? How could those people even get on a platform and think that they actually have a viable voice to the American people? I don't know how any of these Democrats could quote anything from the Bible except for the fact that there are those, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. There's I no mean, question. my. my a good friend of mine, Jenna Ellis, that's a constitutional law attorney on, on the president's uh, legal team. She messaged me a, an article last night from Christianity Today that was basically promoting polyamory. I, I tweeted against it. I said, these people need to get saved yeah. and repent. Yeah. It's total garbage. It's total garbage. Yeah. And it's in the church. Uh, there are wolves in sheep's clothing that are trying to tear, tear us apart. So you're... you're you're for the president. You've got information here in these books that I believe every single person should read uh, to be well informed. That's the biggest issue I think with so many individuals is our own lack of knowledge. And what does the Bible say? My people, people perish, perish for the lack of for the lack of knowledge. Yeah. So it's our own fault to remain and stay ignorant. And then yes, please share the share killing, that one. Killing of the planet is the yeah. second in line. Which actually I'm working on the third book called Killing the Church, which is the whole plan to wow. silence the body of Christ. But I felt I had to bring this out because of what we're facing this yeah. year. But this one deals, that deals with the Rothschild, okay, mm -hmm. and the whole cabal with the banking, the private central bank. This deals with the Rockefeller Foundation and the whole founding of the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, wow. and all of the foundations of what they did, how they took over the law schools, how they took over universities, how they took over the seminaries, how they took over medical schools, Goodness how they gracious. took over agriculture, how they took over basically every... From the cradle to the grave, they've taken over everything. And they make money from the time the baby's born until the person is stuck in the grave. Wow. It's, it's, it's a giant slave system that's been in place, set by greedy people. Killing the planet. Yes, sir. We need to get all three of these. You need to get all three of these. In just a minute, I'm going to have uh, Pastor Rodney Howe Brown actually share with you where you can get those. But go ahead and finish. And well, then I want to have you pray. I'm going to say this. You can, they can get it through you. I mean, you can go to Amazon and get it, obviously. Okay. We have audiobooks and stuff. But I will make a package available to you. However many copies you want to give away, I'll sew them towards your ministry for what you're wow. doing. So go to my contact me form at davidharrisjr.com. Say, I want that trio of books from Rodney Howard Brown. And we will send you back out. Uh, I'll, put the, I'll put the order form at, at my store at davidharrisjr.com. And you just and, tell me uh, how many sets you need, and I'll ship them. $40, all and three of them. If you're impatient, go to Amazon. So, <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah. If you want to bless a brother, then bless a brother. I want you go to bless to, a uh, brother. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. So that'll be go to davidharrisjr.com. By the time this airs, it'll be live. Go to davidharrisjr.com. We'll have that trio of th all three books there for you uh, for uh, $40. Sounds good. All right. Now, please, say a prayer. We, we went deep today. I always love to open up and give, especially a, a minister as your, as such as yourself, the opportunity to pray for the one listening that may be listening because they like the way I 
represent the president. Maybe they like the politics. Maybe they're just listening for the first time. But I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, for God, if it, was, if it wasn't for his grace, if it wasn't sure. for Jesus. So pray with that person listening right now, whatever's on your heart, uh, for them to have their own encounter and know they're on the right side of history. Okay. For every person that's watching today, first of all, let me say, get behind what David is doing. Very, very important. And obviously get the book so you can educate yourself to what's happening. But when you look at these problems, you might say, there's too many things. We can't do anything about it. But you, every person watching me, you are here on this earth, not by accident, you hear about God's divine purpose and plan. If God can bring me from Africa and take me to 85 countries of the world, and actually put me together with my friend here sitting. I mean, how's it possible? I come from the southern tip of Africa. And yet I'm sitting here with this great man and here we are, he's doing what he does, I'm doing what I do. So you can ask God, say, God, what do you want me? Give me one thing that I can do to make a difference in my sphere of influence and God will do that. But the number one thing, you have to surrender your heart to Jesus. And you do that by just saying, Jesus, take my life. Take full control of my life. I I can't live my life without you. And surrender. And the Bible says if we repent and come to him, he will never push us away. So you just say, Jesus, be my Lord, be my Savior. Forgive me on my sin. Wash me in your blood. And he'll come and do that. And then your whole life, everything changes from the inside. On the outside, everything might look the same, but everything changes on the inside. And then let me just pray over you right now. Father, I pray for every person watching today. I pray that you would empower them by your Holy Spirit to accomplish heaven's purpose and plan. That what they are going to be doing with their daily life will impact eternity. It will count 100 years from this very moment. Thank you for David. Thank you for his voice, his wife, his family, everything that he does. Multiply him on every side. Multiply his voice. Amplify his voice. Thank you for the favor that you've given him in the White House with the president, the highest, the highest really uh, in, in, in the world, the, the greatest office and the power of the president that you've given him to come and stand behind and help and hold up his hands. And we pray over President Trump that every plan of the wicked be set back. Every plan the globalists are planning, rip the wheels off of Ferris chariots. And Father, I just thank you for that now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Rodney Howard Brown, man, it was such an honor, such a pleasure and such a privilege to get to interview you today. And a special thanks to Brio TV for helping bring this to pass today. I know you are a part of Brio TV. Uh, and you Brio, are too. Yes, and I'm excited to be a part of Brio TV as well. You're going to hear a lot more about Brio TV, but we're here at uh, NRB in Nashville, Tennessee today, and I was so privileged to be able to get to sit with you and hear more from you, and just an honor to know you. Bless you. Love you much. Thank you. Bless you. Love you guys too. That is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and um, share this. Share this podcast. Share these clips with your friends follow Rodney Howard Brown. What's your handles? Your Just Revival. Revival.com is Revival.com. Yeah. You, oh my goodness. You can't get much clearer and crisper and simpler than that. Revival.com to connect with uh, Rodney Howard yeah, Brown. All the links for stuff. all social media is on there. That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So thank you guys so much. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.